Good morning and welcome to the Temple Time radio broadcast. The song just now said that freely he gave it all. And he absolutely did. Because the first thing he did was left his father's throne in heaven and he came to earth as a child. And today marks the first Sunday in December and the start of the Christmas season for most people. And what's important to remember is that this season is all about Jesus Christ. Amidst the hustle and amidst the bustle, it's easy to get distracted from that truth, but we cannot allow ourselves to do that. We have to remain focused on what the real meaning of the season is, and that is Jesus Christ. Today, we welcome back to the broadcast, Pastor Vaughn Cash, who's been off on vacation for a few weeks. And today, he'll start a series of Christmas messages. So stay tuned for the upcoming musical selection by Sister Kim Bodie as she sings, Oh Holy Night, after which we will go right to Pastor Vaughn Cash. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth, long lay the world in sin and care upon. Great. 
everyone. This is Pastor Vaughn Cash with you again on the Temple Time broadcast. I want to say thanks to my associates that filled in for me while I had a short vacation break, and I trust you enjoyed the ministry of God's Word. We are now entering into the Christmas season, and so this is going to be my focus throughout the month of December. This morning, I want to read from Psalm 42, verse 5 through verse 11, as we get the Christmas season underway. I know it's not a Christmas passage, it's from the Psalms, but there's something that I want to talk to you about this morning in relation to Christmas, and so we're going to use Psalm 42, verse 5 through 11. The psalmist says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill of Mitzah. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me, while they say to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Due to COVID-19 and the, the uh, rise of COVID-19 cases in the United States of America, there's a lot of talk going around about canceling Christmas. In other words, because of the restrictions surrounding the pandemic, the whole idea of not being able to have large gatherings is something that people are very concerned about. And some of the medical professions that I've heard over the television news have been making reference to canceling Christmas. Well, I'd just like to say this about that statement. There is no way that you can cancel Christmas. Now, you may be able to cancel some of the events that surround the Christmas season. You may be able to cancel the gathering of large crowds. You may be able to cancel the gathering of, of um, large groups of family members in one place to celebrate Christmas. You may be able to deal with those kinds of things. But the general statement about canceling Christmas can never happen because Christmas represents the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you cannot cancel that. 
That is a part of history. We celebrate it once every year at this time of the year, and there's absolutely nothing that can be done about that. Christmas will always be Christmas, whether there is a pandemic or not. Now, we may have to make some adjustments as to how we celebrate. I understand that, and that's all fair and fine. But I don't like these things being put out there and statements being spoken into the atmosphere, and people get this idea that the birth of Jesus Christ is something that can just easily be done away with. No, my friend, we will celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ in this year of the pandemic, 2020. Now, sometimes during the Christmas season, uh, some people, because of the things that happen in life, uh, end up going through difficult periods and not being able to really celebrate Christmas the way they'd like to. In other words, the joy of Christmas is sometimes taken away from them because of some of the things that happen in life, some of the negative things that they might experience. And, you know, uh, during this year, for example, we've had a number of, of people who have died. A lot of people who have died as a result of COVID-19 and uh, not only do uh, did you have deaths within families, but of course, the pandemic also had a serious negative impact upon the economy of nations around the world. And so there has been business closures, loss of businesses, a loss of jobs, with, which results in a loss of income. And so a lot of negative things have happened. And so Naturally speaking, for a lot of people, there may not be a whole lot of joy this Christmas. Now, that's in relation to the natural. That's in relation to, to things that happen as a result of those kinds of things that have happened around the world. But because Christmas is not just only natural, it's also spiritual, then we can also, as we celebrate the spiritual side of Christmas, we can still rejoice and we can still have joy at this Christmas season. But nevertheless, for a lot of people, uh, there will be some struggles and there will be some hardships. Now, when we talk about the celebration of Christmas, we've got to make a separation between the way we as Christians and the Church of Jesus Christ celebrate Christmas. The joy of Christmas might be removed if we only think about celebrating Christmas in a secular way and not a spiritual way. Because the things of this world, uh, the gifts and the parties and the food and all of these kinds of things are connected to a secular celebration of Christmas. But if we focus on the spiritual celebration of Christmas, we will still be able to enjoy Christmas this year just as much as we have done in years that have passed. But you know, uh, because people are faced with difficulties and with challenges and have to deal with some of these other things that have happened and negatively impacted and affected their lives, we need to know how to deal with situations like these and overcome them in order to ensure that the devil doesn't steal the joy and significance of Christmas from us. 
So we've got to learn how to handle the negative aspect of what's happening all around us, the negative impact that has affected our lives. Some of you listening to me this morning might know exactly what I'm talking about because you are living that experience right now. But we need to know how to deal with it and how to overcome it and still be able to celebrate Christmas in a joyful manner because of its great significance. The psalmist David in Psalm 42 seems to have entered into a period of difficulty and challenge in his life that resulted in some level of depression and some level of hopelessness because of the things that were going on around him and because things were not going quite the way he would have liked them to. And there may be some of you listening to me this morning that are in that exact situation. The happenings that have taken place over the course of 2020 have affected you in such a negative way that you may be feeling some level of depression in your life right now or feeling some level of hopelessness right now. And you know, these, these are things that happen in life, but God gives us some insight and some direction and guidance as to how we ought to handle these things so that we don't become overcome by them as we have to walk through them. And so in Psalm 42, verse 5 through 11, the psalmist describes his personal struggle and simultaneously he shows us how he dealt with and overcame those struggles, those negative struggles in his life. He lays out some principles for us to follow when we are also faced with despair and despondency. And he tells us about his struggles, but he also gives us a solution. He gives us some idea and some insight into how we can overcome. And so in this psalm, I'm going to, to talk about a few things in relation to all that I've already said, and hopefully it'll be a source of encouragement and a source of comfort and strength if you find yourself in a situation today that even though this joyous time of the year is approaching, you do not feel that joy and that celebration that's usually associated with this season of the year. So let's look at Psalm 42. The first thing the psalmist talks about is the struggle that he was going through, and he gives us some insight into that struggle. In verses 5 and 6, he talks about how his soul was cast down. Why are you cast down, O my soul, within me? And of course, to cast down carries the idea of sinking down or being depressed, being pressed down. The psalmist says this is the condition that he found himself in. And maybe you're feeling that way this morning, cast down, uh, a little depressed, a little despondent, and feeling the same way that the psalmist did, Psalmist David did in this psalm. And when he's talking about his soul being cast down, we usually associate the soul with the mind, the intellect, the emotions, and the will. And sometimes when negative things happen in life, as might have been the case as a result of this pandemic, 
our minds, our emotions, and our will might have been negatively impacted or affected. And of course, that will result in the feelings of depression and the feelings of being cast down. The other word he uses to describe the struggle that he was going through is the word disquieted. Why are you disquieted within me? This word as used in the scripture means to murmur, to growl, to roar, to cry aloud, to mourn, to rage, to sound, to make noise. It speaks of a tumult. It speaks of being clamorous, being loud, being moved, being troubled, or to be in an uproar. In other words, life as the psalmist knew it was no longer the case. Life had been turned upside down. And that might be the case for you today. This pandemic has turned your life upside down. The loss of your job has turned your life upside down. Not having what is necessary monetarily to take care of the needs of your life has turned your life upside down. And that's exactly the way you may be feeling right now. And then the psalmist adds something in verse 9 of Psalm 42. He says, I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? And there may be a lot of people this morning who feel as though God has forgotten them. Life has been turned upside down and they feel that even God is not involved in their situation anymore. There might be some people who are blaming God for this pandemic and thus blaming God for what has resulted from the pandemic. In other words, blaming God because they have lost their job Blaming God because they have lost their income, because they have had to leave their home because it's been in foreclosure with the bank or having to leave their apartment because they were unable to pay the rent, not having electricity in the place that they live because they've not been able to pay the electricity bills and feeling as though God has forgotten them. Why has God allowed this to happen to me? Why is God allowing me to go through something like this? I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I'm born again. The promises of God are very real in his word, but why aren't those promises real in my life? Why aren't they being fulfilled in my life? These are real issues. These are real questions that we may have from time to time. But I want to say to you, if you are a Christian today, God has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. God is very much aware of what's happening in your life. And that's why I am talking about this today. And Lord willing, we'll pick it up next Sunday and continue because I know know there are a lot of people who are struggling. There are a lot of people who are going through a difficult time and a lot of Christians who may feel that not even God is working in their behalf right now. We're going to stop there, but the psalmist gives us some insight that we can have an understanding that God has not left us. God is with us just as much as he was with us before this pandemic struck earlier this year. And so, Prepare your hearts to hear from God and receive from God as we continue this study next week in the will of God. Our Father, we thank you today for your word. And we thank you, Father God, that even though there may be many of us who are struggling right now as a result 
of the effect of this pandemic upon us. We thank you, Father God, that you have promised to be a very present help in the time of trouble. You have promised to be a provider of the needs that are represented in our lives. And so I pray this morning, Father, especially for those who may not know Jesus Christ and may not have this kind of comfort and encouragement from your word, that they too will give their lives to Jesus Christ, that he may also be the God of their lives who will walk with them through the struggle that they may be facing today. We thank you and praise you for what you are going to do and continue to speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Sunday morning services. Join us next Sunday at the same time, and may the richness of God's grace, His boundless love, and adoring mercy be with you now and always.